Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Here we go. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of Shock Your Potential. And as you know, I like to meet new and unique people and really learn from them, not only about their own potential, but the potential they help others to achieve. So joining me today, and I'm kind of girl crushing <laughs> on this because I'm so excited, is the editor-in-chief of Global Traveler Magazine, which is Absolutely one of my favorite ones. Oh, thank you. And I can't wait to ask you some really fun <laughs> questions about it. But joining me is Kim Kroll. And, and like I said, Editor-in-Chief, thank you yes. so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is really, it was so, I was so honored when you accepted my connection <laughs> request course. on LinkedIn. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she wants me. Every time I go into the Delta Lounge in, uh, well, whatever airport, but right here, yes. it's like the first thing I go. And I was thinking about this as I was driving here today, and I thought, that's probably bad. I probably should say that I actually subscribe to it and it comes in the mail. But we were actually just talking about this the other day and that we think people really do depend on picking up the copies in the lounge because our our distribution is, you know, we have subscribers and all of that, but it's largely lounge based because that's where the people, yes. that's where the people we want to reach are. And so we're in Delta, American and United lounges all over the country and people will get notes from people that are like, we're so disappointed. We went to the lounge this month and all the copies were gone because we don't send that many. We want to keep it oh. somewhat, you know, exclusive. So. Oh, and it is true. If I go yes. and it's not there and I know it's a new month, I'm like, yeah. And I Where's can my scan copy? the club like who's got one and I'm going to yes. steal it from them when yeah. they're over getting another yeah. cocktail. <laughs> well, we'll give you a couple copies though. Yes. <laughs> we just got our June issue. Yes, so. I got it too. Is that with um, the meditation? Yes, the yes. wellness issue. Yeah, the wellness issue. Yes. 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 My little meditator on the front. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know yes. I've got it. I got it in the car. I was like, that's such a Zen cover. I love the colors. It's beautiful. Yes. It's, yeah. it's stunning. And your covers are great. I mean, Thank no matter yes. what, because it really. I mean, I look for it specifically, but it really compels you to want to pick it up. So if you didn't know the publication before, the way you do your front yes. cover art is really, it grabs attention. Yeah, it's, it's always a difficult selection. But oh, I bet. Well, there's so many, I mean, when you look around the world, there's a lot of beautiful pictures. That's so. true. That Absolutely. is true. So it must be tough to try and narrow it, it down. It can be, yes, yeah. Well, Absolutely. so tell me a little bit about, about you okay. and a little bit about, you know, how you became editor-in-chief because you actually have two publications that you so we have three, three. okay yes, three. Yes. Oh boy so, so i don't know the, the third one i didn't follow that <laughs> i did not do all my that's homework. all right we'll forgive you <laughs> but talk a little bit about you your publications and how you got into this role uh well i have to say a lot of it is luck 
So I'm actually a native of Bucks County, Pennsylvania. I was born and raised in Doylestown. Uh, went to Syracuse University for college, so go Orange. Big college basketball fan. <laughs> um, and got my degree in magazine journalism. So I feel like I'm I'm kind of unique for my age group in a couple ways is that I'm actually doing what I went to college for. Yeah, no kidding. So I'm doing what my degree is in, and I have been here since I graduated. So, yes, I've been with Global Traveler, uh, FX Express Publications since 2006 when I graduated from Syracuse. So, came home and was, you know, convinced I was going to have to go to New York, was taking the train all the time in for job interviews and was just looking around and on Media Bistro and I found a travel magazine in Yardley. I couldn't believe that that actually existed because what is really in Yardley, but lo and behold, there was a travel magazine. It's my first time in Yardley, yes, so yeah. I, can, I can attest to that. Yeah, so, um, and started as doing circulation and public relations and just kind of worked my way up. Um, in 2016, I became the editor-in-chief. Uh, I went from public, uh, public relations and circulation to slowly editing. I, I wrote and edited our weekly e-newsletter, then I became managing editor, and then in 2016, I became editor-in-chief. And since I've started, when I started, it was just Global Traveler, which is a monthly publication aimed at yeah, high-end business and leisure travelers. And we do 12 monthly issues and four bonus editions every year, so mm-hmm. 16 issues a year. We've grown the companion website to include original daily content. In 2014, we launched TrazzyTravel.com, so that'll be celebrating its fifth anniversary this September. And that's aimed at your millennial traveler, mm-hmm. 25 to 40. That's online only with one print supplement a year. Uh-huh. We update uh, eight times a day. Wow. Yes. And then coming up on two years in September, we launched WhereverFamily.com, which is the travel source for the modern family. So we don't define it as the 2.5 kids in the white picket fence, but it's your <laughs> LGBTQ couples. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, just single people who haven't chosen to have kids or right. it's multi-gen with grandparents taking their kids. So. Wow. So we like to say we catch the traveler at every every, every step of the process. Yes. I, you know, that leads right in. I was going to ask you the question about how print publication has changed and what impact that's had on your business. But it's really great to see how you pivoted because, yeah, yes. you know, then that, you know, I'm I'm the uh, I'm the old one <laughs> that wants to have that print copy. I still love that. I right. have that passion for that. But to be able to adapt a second publication and have it be primarily online and have that kind of update, that's really meeting your target yes. audi- audience where they are. It is, and it, it's different. I mean, I still think people like print. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to buy into that print is dying because there is something about having the physical publication or being yeah. at the airport and realize yeah. you forgot something to read and being able to pick up a magazine. You know, yeah. you're not going to necessarily want to read off your screen on a plane or while well, you don't have access. Right. So... Um, and I just, I think what makes our magazine stand out in the print market too is that, and we go through this every time we redesign and our art director says this all the time, but there's not like, we actually have a lot of content, Mm -hmm. a lot of words. And if you look at some travel magazines today, they're missing that. It's just blurbs and pretty pictures. And that doesn't really tell the full story of the destination. So we, we want to keep it that way so that we stand out as, you know, providing that information. And it's very true because I, I probably should have taken a picture. And when I put this together from the video standpoint, I'll probably put it in there. But I rip out pages 
that are places that you've written about that I want to go to. And I have a little file folder that has, you know, here's Southeast Asia. Yes. Yeah. Here's, uh, you know, here's Korea. Like the, uh, the issue was all about Korea. And yeah, I think that was May with the, yes, that was like such a spring cover. I know. And my husband's actually traveled to South Korea twice in the last few years. And I didn't get to go with him either time. And I'm like, I need to go. But, and now I know all these other places to, to go, but you're right. You have a depth of information that is really, it gives you a deeper picture than just pictures and a deeper understanding than advertisements. Yes. And that's our goal. And I think that we also look at the traveler's lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So our travelers are going, you know, on 11 trips a year, at least. And so they're doing the same hobbies at home on the road. So we cover golf, we cover wine, we cover chefs, we cover spas, because what they're going to do at home, they're going to do on the road. Yeah. So it's kind of a well-rounded look. I love it. So tell me, you know, I talk about potential. So primarily business potential, but I think that they they merge, just like you said, you know, you may travel for business or pleasure, but you still will follow your hobbies if you're traveling Mm -hmm. extensively. So I believe, my belief is that the more you travel, the more you learn of the world and of yourself, but it it increases your potential. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, what, what do you think about your publications? How do they help your readers in all those three categories to help find new potential that maybe they didn't even know about? Well, I think I think just travel opens you up to potential you don't know about, to cultures you don't know about, to foods you don't know about, to drinks you don't know about, and then you find ways to bring that home with you. Um, and I think the experiences that people are doing while they travel and that are really trending right now, cooking classes and yeah. homestays and things like that that immerse you in it, you don't come back from those trips the same. Right. Even if you learn how to cook a new dish, you don't come back the same. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it just... Every little experience changes you. And I think, um, especially the readers of Global Traveler, they're intrepid travelers. So they've been to the London. They've been to Paris. Yep. They've been to Rome. They've been to all those places. So we try and cover some different destinations, places they might not go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that opens your mind, too. And it shows you that there's more out there than just the places everyone else is going. Um, for the Trazzy audience, I think we look at what's really unique and different, crazy festivals around the world, mm-hmm. things like that, and kind of encourage that, like, don't wait. Right. Get rid of this mentality that you have to wait until you're retired or to save forever to take these trips. There's ways to do all these things affordably and now Mm -hmm. um, or just the long weekend. You know, it doesn't have to be some three week trip when you can't get off of work for that long. And with wherever family, I think we're just encouraging families to start young. You know, there's no reason that you have to wait to take your kids on a plane or you can only go to Disney World. It all depends on Mm -hmm. how your children behave on planes. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) But bribery works. (laughs) I don't have kids myself, but I I assume uh, I'll use bribery if that's ever my My, my uh, path. My son has uh, two kids. So we are grandparents to almost five and almost Mm three-year-old. And my son lives on the other side of the country. And he keeps saying, Mom, we're going to come for a visit. And I go, I'm glad I'm just going to be here and right. not be on either of yes. those two planes yeah. while you yeah. fly across yeah. the country. Gets no way. Yeah. Lots of <laughs> iPad time. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. I think that's so true. Um, strangely enough, in the last few weeks, I met someone who has never left the state that he lives in. That's crazy to me. Yeah. And he had a professional position and still traveled through the state um, and has never left the state, much less the country. And I, I, I mean, just... it was he from here because like everyone goes to Jersey <laughs> if you live here. That's crazy to me that he never left the state. But no, somewhere in one of those middle states. Okay. And it was so I just couldn't get over 
the conversation because I was like, wait, I don't, I don't even, I can't even comprehend. Right. But it wasn't, I mean, I didn't go overseas. Uh, well, no, that's not true. I did go overseas in the 90s. Um, but I guess I think about my travel in different elements because I actually was able to go to Australia. So that was phenomenal. Um, but well, I guess maybe I've gone overseas quite a bit. I, I always thought about going overseas as going to Europe. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't, the first time I went to Europe was like, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. But um, it's interesting then also people who have never traveled. Okay, maybe they've traveled through the U.S., but and maybe they've gone to Canada or maybe they've gone to Mexico, right. but they've never gone anywhere else outside of that. You know, the mindset is is sometimes of fear, sometimes of, you know, ah, what am I going to get? But once they make that first trip. They never regret it. Yeah, they're, they're, no, they're no like, one ever regrets. I, I very rarely feel like people say I regret going some yeah. going somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, the U.S. in general, not a lot, of, not everyone has passports, not like in other countries. And, but there's also a lot to explore here. I mean, I don't, you know, count out different places in the States oh, to absolutely. see. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've almost hit everyone. I've got uh, Rhode Island, um, Maine, and Mississippi. Those are my wow, three. that's it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know three. how many I have, but I think I'm over 30 countries. I always go back and count and then... Forget the number. I have or it a, changes. We have so. an app that uh, you can, um, you, you color it in, basically. Yes, I think. And I have one of those scratch-off maps at yeah. home. I still oh. have to actually scratch them all. But. That's what I, we need yes. to do one of those because yeah. they're fun. They're fun, yeah. So I, I love that. So, you know, when you were first, you know, getting out of college, I do think it's funny that you're actually working in the in the field, which is great. Yes. I yeah. mean, I, I started out as a teacher. I still feel like I am because I do that in so mm-hmm. many ways, but it's so different than teaching in the classroom but when you first got out and you were taking all those trips to New York to try and work with different publications what did you first envision for yourself in terms of a a place to be a type of industry well I don't know that I necessarily thought I would be in travel but now I can't imagine not traveling it's funny it kind of becomes who it becomes a part of you Mm -hmm. I studied abroad I did that in college and loved it but I guess I just never thought that any of this was an option for a career really um I Kind of thought I'd end up in public relations, probably in New York, you okay. know. Um, I never imagined I'd be 34 and the editor-in-chief of three publications. That's certainly... That's very cool. You know, defied my expectations. Um, I don't think I realized that I could have this much fun working, mm-hmm. you know, and really just have opportunities that I never could have imagined. Okay. I mean... I've hiked the sand dunes in Abu Dhabi at sunrise. I saw running of the bulls from a private balcony in Pamplona. Like I've just done things that I never would have imagined that I, that I've done. So I've been very fortunate and I'm like, I'm getting paid for this. This is crazy. And that seems like the safest place to watch the running of the bulls. (laughs) Me running with the bulls would not have been a good, a good, uh, experience it would have been a bloody one i'm sure anybody should do that no no at least it's something for people to watch and again it's something that's very cultural and part of the culture and so you just watch and experience and appreciate what means something to those people that's really true yeah i think the idiots are the ones that you know come from all over places that don't really know what they're doing they just think it's going to be cool to do exactly you're like i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) not that they're all idiots but some of them are crazy yes yes they are (laughs) so it's fun to see where people's you know kind of the trajectory of their career one of the things i always see is that people as they progress there's usually different people and opportunities that are presented to them along the way that help 
get them that you know next step or that really helped guide them or helped influence them? Are there people or opportunities that really came your way that helped you make it where you are today? I mean, I don't think I could be where I am today without our publisher and CEO, Fran Gallagher. Um, you know, I think I was lucky in the right place at the right time and then worked hard to prove myself. And um, our senior vice president, Dick Evans, too, they've both been like mentors in the industry for me and just... They're like some of the most intelligent people I've ever met. Listening to their stories is a learning experience. So I think I'm just fortunate I landed where I landed and uh, at the right time. Mm -hmm. We've grown a lot since I started and I've been able to have my hand in kind of all of it. So I've seen a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. and I've just been very, very lucky. It's great. I think that it's important that people don't shy away from the concept of luck with that because it really... to me, luck is, it, it really only happens because you're also aware. Of course, You know, yes. that you're paying attention. And you know when to take advantage of the right opportunity. Exactly. And you say, well, look, that's right in front of me. I'm going to make use of this right now. Yeah, or I'm going to exactly. get to know that person. Or I'm going to I'm going to connect with them on LinkedIn. And I'm going to ask yes. the question because if you never ask, the question, the answer is always no. Right. And I learned, like, not really to say yes to as much as I could. So, you know, that meant maybe sometimes shifting my personal schedule to go on trips or whatever mm-hmm. had to be done. But I got to where I needed to be when I needed to be there. Mm-hmm. So that makes me think when um, I have one regret about travel, and that was I worked for people to people student okay. ambassador mm-hmm. program a long, long ago. I only worked for them for a year because it was so much travel during yes, the sales season, season. And but they sent me to Australia for 14 days. Amazing. I mean, I hand-fed dolphins. I was in, you know, I was on all these islands. I was holding koalas, you know, feeding wallabies. It was amazing. But I had the opportunity to also spend 11 days in New Zealand. And I didn't because I had a young child at home. My husband and I had just been divorced. So it was to go for a month then seemed like it was impossible. And now, you know, my son's 28. He's he made me a grandmother. He's like, Mom, don't blame me. The fact you didn't get Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. And you've got to take yourself where you are in life. Yes. But I look back now and say, you know what? 11 more days for that experience wouldn't have made things that any worse or challenging than they True. were. Right. But it would have given me some more space to learn and grow, too. And uh, it's interesting because his father and I still kind of talk about that. And he's like, you know what? I mean, it's so many decades ago, it doesn't right. matter. But at the same time, I wish you would have done it. And it's it's nice to have, you know, that kind of support and look back and say, okay, so now next time something like that comes up, what kind of choices can I make? Exactly. Or what kind of choices might other people make? And I mean, it's true. Travel is exhausting. And that's a long time away from home. It's yeah. a long time away from the creature comforts and time zones and go, go, mm-hmm. go. It, it can be a lot. It's glamorous, but it can also... <laughs> It can also be a lie. You know, you're you're tired. Yeah. Yes. And especially some of those time zones. Like, oh, 13 like hour if, difference. Yeah. And all like, that. or I always have the hardest time with 12 hours. Yeah. Like when that's, I'm supposed to be the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 6 a.m. here and it's 6 p.m. there. And I'm like, I'm supposed to get dinner. I'd, I'd be waiting for my alarm to go off at exactly. home. You know? So, it, I mean, it, it, it's, it can be a tough, it can be a tough life. 
And I traveled, traveling. I traveled extensively throughout my uh, professional career, my corporate career, um, always on planes, always. Uh, and I think I told you, my husband yes. and I actually met on a Delta flight. Yes. I proposed to him on a Delta okay. flight. I said, let's get married on a Delta flight. Yes, he goes, yeah. no. So, uh, but yeah. Delta was, would have loved that, I'm sure. <laughs> I know. I was like, I bet you we get a free honeymoon out yeah. of this. There's got to be. Or at be least an upgrade, I would exactly. hope. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but we, uh, people would always say, oh, you travel all the time. It must be so glamorous. And I said, you know, now my home feels like it's a Marriott hotel. My yes. car feels like it's a Delta airplane. But you you do it because it's part of what you do. And I think as my as I got older, I started to say, okay, now how can I appreciate when I travel? So what can I incorporate instead of just go go go? Right. Do I also want to stop and go visit that museum, or do I want to seek out that one restaurant um, that everybody's talking about, or do I you know want what do I how how can I take in? Even the culture in Columbus, Ohio. Right. And um, there is and culture. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. And appreciate it. And that's when travel became even, you know, uh, just business travel for me became much more enjoyable. And I think for me, what I've really enjoyed, like, in the last few years is being able to share what I do and share travel with the people I love. So last year, I took my fiance on a river cruise mm-hmm. in Europe, and we spent New Year's Eve in Vienna. And in March, I went on a, on a cruise with my mom, and I took her to a bunch of different Caribbean islands. And years ago, my dad and I went to Europe to see, like, where his family was from and meet some of his family in Poland. And so my job has afforded me the ability to share it with the people I love, and I and I really appreciate that. Mm, that's And that adds to the travel. And then it... it you know, I took uh, one of my best friends to Napa with me and she was like, wow, it's kind of exhausting what you do, but really fun. And I'm like, exactly. You start to learn like, you know, a little bit more about what I do, but I get to share travel with people beyond just the written words. What a gift. It it has been. Yes. What a gift. I just always say I'm so lucky. Absolutely. Well, and And I think remembering to appreciate it because you can easily get jaded or easily start to expect things. And I know ne- I've tried to never have that mindset. I've just always tried to appreciate each experience for what it is. Well, and I think that that's really, like I said, you know, is kind of where I had to come because I was getting so tired of business travel. Exactly. And then I'm like, this is all up to me. I right. can control this and I can have different factors. And that's my husband and I, um, we both travel still a lot for our jobs. And um, we both have international travel. And as we do that, we try and say, okay, we've got this trip coming up. Can we add something onto right. it? You like know, Milan, can, right? Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, so I'm going to Singapore in a few, oh, well, sometime in the next oh, few weeks. I love weeks. Singapore. You It'll have to have chili crabs and tiger beer. Okay. All right, yes. I can do that. And can... what was the jelly? It's uh, some kind of, I'll have to remember the name. Is this name. one of the weird ones? <laughs> it, no, it's not. It's so good. And you dip, it's on bread and you dip them in eggs. I forget oh, the name of okay. it, but I'll, I'll go back. It's good. been a while since I've been in Singapore, but I'll, the food there is amazing. Well, and it's my first time. And I said to my husband, I go, look, I know um, I'm going to have to go soon. And he goes, look, I can't take another trip this time because we're going to go do this big trip in August. Right. I went, oh, <laughs> okay. And I have to go to Singapore all by myself. I and know. then I thought, how obnoxious is that? <laughs> But it's a good, de- it's actually a good destination on your own because it's, it's very safe and clean and all of that. I'm just really excited. And I think it, that's the embracing and just, you know, having that wonder of where you're going. Right. And, you know, there's places that I never thought I would go or never thought I would appreciate as much as I did. I mean, I went to Chernobyl. Oh, 
which wow. is like somewhere I never, ever, ever thought I would wow. go. But I just now, saw someone the other day that they're doing tours through that. They are, yeah. We were there just for a day, but some people stay like three, up to three days, I believe. Wow. And it's not, you know, I mean, I think I was two when it happened, so it wasn't right. ever really anything that was even on my radar, oh. but it was just fascinating. Wow. And just something that I, I'm like, oh, wow, I can't believe I've had that experience. Mm-hmm. Well, my husband, we went to Machu Picchu a couple years ago. And so he had a business trip in, in Peru, and I'm like, I'm going. Yes, and we're going well, to Machu Picchu. And he had never, he's like, okay. He had never thought about, Machu Picchu was not on his bucket list, right. but it was on mine. And I'll never forget, um, especially, I mean, he was really impressed with it the first afternoon we got there. But the next morning we got up before dawn, and we watched the sunrise over the mountains. And I was just, I had tears coming down my face. I was just so emotional. And he looked at me later, and he said, I cannot believe this was not on my list. Right. This needs and to you be never on. know what's going to be until you're there. Exactly. He's like, this needs to be on our kids' list. This needs to be on everybody's list. And he was so moved. And he's like, I'm not discounting anything. And not that he does anyway. He's really, right. really open. But that was one he's like, yeah, I could, I could do with it or do without it. And afterward, he's like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. Yeah. Well, and the things you bring back, too, and I want to highlight for anybody <laughs> who's watching this video, these masks, never mind the giant Johnny Walker Black <laughs> label here, which is also very impressive, but... These masks have been obviously uh, they've been you know brought back from all yes. over the world. So talk a little bit about them. Well, I actually have not brought back any of those okay. masks. Those are our publisher and CEO's collection. Beautiful. Um, yeah, but they definitely add a lot of variety to the office and well, some color. They do. So, and, and if you look around, I mean, my my office, I have a shelf of all the stuff I've collected, and there's stuff everywhere around mm -hmm. the office. We get all kinds of things from and our just, travels and it, bring them home. It, they, tell, they tell a story about places where you've been, Absolutely. not just a memory of here's something that I brought back, but it yeah. tells something about the people, the culture, the, the reason yes, for being. Yeah. And like, I mean, often there's like, we always tend to bring back food. So any of us who are traveling, we bring back weird, <laughs> weird food. So any given it. time, the table right at the door by the entrance could have some kind of sweet or treat from around the world. And you're like, what is that? Exactly. I know. Was there someone I missed it when I came in? <laughs> no, I don't think Darn there's it. any up there right oh, now. Yeah. I came on the wrong day. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're nearing the end. Okay. Um, there's one question that I like to ask everybody, and that is, it's about reflection. So when you think back on your life, your career, um, or anything really, but really I, I focus on, you know, part of that development of our career, the progression. If you could go back in time and tell the younger Kim anything at any point in time in, in her career and her life, any kind of advice that would have shocked her potential farther, faster, or kept you on the same exact path, what would you go back and tell her? And at what point in time in her life would you go talk to her? Um, I think I would tell the post-college grad Kim that it doesn't have to be in New York. <laughs> You know, because I think I just always thought that I would be there and that was the only place. But honestly, had my career started there, I probably would not be anywhere near where I am now, you know. Um, and I think it doesn't have to be some big corporation. You know, don't discount the small the small businesses or the smaller the smaller companies, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really great advice because I think a lot of people are think that there's certain factors like it has to be in New York or right. it has to be in this business or it has to be something this size or whatever that it has to be and instead giving yourself a little room to be open to right. things that you might not have seen and before. I don't think you necessarily look yeah 
That's because true. you're you assume it has to be a certain way or I want to be in publishing that's in New York but it's really not I mean even in Pennsylvania is where men's health and highlights and all of those I mean it's a smaller town in Pennsylvania but there are opportunities where you are or mm-hmm. where you're not thinking so. and there's I mean the world speaking you know just using the term global mm-hmm. the global world is so different that that you don't have to be also in one giant building in one giant place you can exactly. have organizations can be all over all the people that work for me mm-hmm. are all over the place exactly. and all of it's changing too I yeah. mean people are working remotely from anywhere in the yeah. world really and I think people too are you know, leisure so big, combining your business and leisure, and people are starting to step back and realize that you can take a minute to appreciate a place, even if you're only there for two or three days. Yeah. Or if your trip is a two- yep. Thursday, Friday, why don't you stay Saturday? Exactly. Even one extra day to see a museum or try a restaurant, you know? I'd never don't heard the close term yourself leisure. Off. I yes. like it. It's the combination leisure. of business and leisure. It sure is. Yes. Why did I miss that one? <laughs> I can make you know, it. But for just a while. explore what's there. It doesn't hurt to go like sit at a bar and have a drink and talk to someone. You never Absolutely. know who's who's sitting next to you. Absolutely. So. And then you get the the you know more of the feel of that place. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I told you that yeah, we're going to go to Milan, um, but then we're going to go to Rhodes. And I've been to Italy and I've been to Greece, but I've never been to either Milan and I've never been to Rhodes. And I'm so excited because we're going with, uh, we're going there to meet up with a couple that we're friends with, and he's originally from Greece, and he goes okay. back once a year to visit friends and family, and we've been trying to coordinate this trip for a long time. And it'll be the first time going to a country with someone from the country in a really unique, non-touristy place yeah. to see it through his eyes of the place that he grew up. Yeah, that will be amazing. I cannot wait. Yeah. And it was, so um, last year I actually went, so went with my fiance to Spain before we took the river cruise. And it was his first time in Europe, his first time traveling internationally. And for me, it was so exciting because I forget what that feels oh, like. Yeah. I forget, you know, the first time I stepped off a plane in a different country. I mean, I don't forget it. I still feel it. But, you know, now it's kind of common for right. me. So it was so nice to see it from for the first time for someone and to <sighs> be able to be there and help facilitate it happening. It's just... I love that look on people's faces. Oh, I bet that was. And back to your point about being able to share this with the people you love and finding ways to have your job also make the rest of your life richer. Absolutely. And just because you do what you do doesn't mean that there aren't people with other jobs that can do that too. It's all about figuring out where those sweet spots are for each of us. Exactly. Well, it has been so fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Before we wrap up, any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? You know, next time you're looking, thinking, planning a vacation, we have uh, all different ways to help you plan that and help you figure out where to go next. So check out our sites and our brands and get to know us. We will have all your sites (laughs) listed, even the one I didn't know about. (laughs) Got it now. (laughs) Thank you again so much. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you very much. All right. Great. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com.